Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Tony Colombo here in studio with producer Chad Ellis and my partner Bo Matthews. Bo, how are you? Uh-oh, you're not I'm on. I'm good, man. There I'm good. Are. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. That voice doesn't necessarily need a microphone. Oh, stop. But it's still better when it's on. That's a compliment. What? Thanks. Appreciate it. That's Appreciate a compliment. It. I'm <laughs> not telling people to go fish at your house. I don't. That's a compliment. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> yeah, the reason I was, I'm was i in studio now is because I'm having my moat dug out a little deeper and oh, alligators okay. put in. So, All right, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. No, that <laughs> that makes fun. sense. Should be fun. How you doing, Chad? Pretty good. How about yourself? Is it Chad Witch? It's Chadwick. It's Chadwick, but it's I C H. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Fancy. Go. Fancy. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, we have got a great show lined up for you today. Um, in a little bit, we are going to talk to Corporal Todd Nicely, who Bo and I had an opportunity to catch up with a couple weeks ago at the Joshua and Chamberlain uh, shooting event that we talked a lot about last week and the week before. Super cool, amazing event. Joshua Chamberlain Society. It's just a great organization that helps out some of the most injured. Physically, yeah. Physically injured and mentally injured yeah. uh, veterans uh, that that uh, were hurt in, in combat. And if you guys remember, Todd Nicely, Corporal Nicely, was one of the very first cases here locally of 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 a person who suffered this terrible injury while serving our country and coming back here. We have a long history with Corporal Nicely on 97.1. We were we worked with him and Gary Sinise and the Siller Foundation, Tunnels of Towers, and, uh, years ago with the Dave Glover Show. Um, and so it was great to get to see him at the Joshua Chamberlain Society and catch up with him personally. But we also talked about, would you like to come on the radio and update the audience on your your journey throughout this? It's been like a decade now when, since when you all see that him, happened to him. When you see him, it's amazing to see how he can move. Yeah. Um, he had kind of like the runner blades, but the, the runner blades for both of his legs were in shoes. Um, and when they introduced me, of course, my natural reaction is to extend my hand to, to reach out and shake his hand. He has a, 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 prost- a prosthetic arm. Uh-huh. And he just reached it out, just yeah. like I mean, you know. But yeah. he's amazing, and he's about ready to be a new dad. I too. know. Yeah, so. it's, it's it. Bo and I had such a great time catching up with him and hearing his stories and hearing, uh, you know, all the trials and tribulations he's gone through since returning from war. 
that um, we asked him if he'd join us on the on the air and share some of those stories with the audience, and he said he would. So he, he is a different man than I met several years ago at another charity event, which I, he goes to a bunch of them. But he is in such a great place now. But he's been to hell and back just like yourself. You, yeah. I heard you guys talking. And uh, well, and, he's gone through a lot more than I have. No, no, no. But, I know, but you had a lot of commonalities. Yeah, and, we have an addiction similarity. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And and but you guys have both come back. You're both in a good place. It was just yeah. kind of cool to see that conversation. Yeah, happen. he's he he. It was. It was. I agree with that. When I when I knew him ten years ago, to see how far he's come and how healthy he he is, and you know, it's this, it's this, it's this very unique time that we're in right now because until just now until until about 10 years ago um when when we when people like uh, corporal nicely started suffering these injuries and surviving we didn't have the medical technology it used to be if you were injured in the fashion that he was injured you were just gone right. but now we can but now with medical technology's come far enough that we can save these guys' lives, and but then it also creates, you know, this this new need for these guys that have had these severe injuries. Corporal Nicely lost both of his legs. He lost one arm, the half of another arm. Yeah. And you know, and now, like you said, he's he's walking. He's you know he's got his he's got his prosthetic arms and hands, and he he's you know he's walking around just like you and I, which is just amazing stuff. And I was shocked to see him. Not not shocked, but he was at the Joshua Chamber and the Society shoot for the troops, and when he and I were talking, he said he spends a lot of time doing target shooting at his place, which yeah. is about a quarter mile from where I live. Yeah, but, I found out that you guys are neighbors. But the man has no arms and still has a desire to go shooting, yeah. and, and he does it. It's, yeah. it's, an, it's an amazing thing. I can't wait to talk yeah, to him. Yeah, he's talking about cutting his grass and you know, oh, I didn't hear all that. the normal guy stuff. Oh. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, we will catch up with Corporal Todd Nicely a little bit later on in the show. Definitely keep it here for that. And, of course, we'll have our podcast exclusive this week uh, with our buddy Gary Kelman from the Sanitizer and Mask Wholesale Store, uh, who also is a part of the Joshua Chamberlain Society and has some great stories to tell about Corporal Nicely and that organization. And uh, and Gary is also an avid outdoorsman. Yeah. He's got some great stories to tell about camping and hiking and all that. So that'll be the podcast exclusive today. Right now, let's go ahead and start the show the way we always start the show with our buddy Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. Aaron, great to talk with you. How's it going, my friend? Good morning. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to us. (laughs) Whenever it may be. Um, I have some some questions that I want to dive right into with you, Aaron. Um, because you are our resident expert when it comes to gun laws and, you know, you guys, you, you, you train people, CCW training classes, advanced pistol classes, all that there at Southern Armory. And I saw a story in the, in the news this week, and it just it, it brought some of these questions that we've talked about throughout the years on this show in the past. But it's always good to kind of have these refresher discussions. I don't know if you guys saw this story, but there was um, um, in all the... Unrest that's been going on around the country still, you know, even now and this week. Uh, one of the big stories was out of Denver where a security guard shot a protester that was in his face, but the protester had maced, had fired pepper spray at this security guard, wow. and then the security guard then shot him. Now, I don't want to get into the, I don't have all the specifics of that, of that particular case and there's some questions on whether or not that security guard even 
had been hired properly and had been vetted properly, and maybe he shouldn't even have been an armed security guard. So I don't I, take all that out of it. I don't. I don't want to get into the because it could spe- all come back. Yeah, yeah, because you know I don't know the specifics of the case, but I but I do want to know from Aaron. Aaron. Uh, what are the general rules? Because I heard I've heard experts on both sides after this happened saying, "Well, listen, you know, you have to be in imminent danger of your life in order to use a firearm, and pepper spray is not is does not reach that level." And I've heard other experts say it does reach that level. What what say you? And what did what are the laws here in Missouri when it comes to you know the times that you can and can't use your weapon when you feel like you're uh, being attacked? So yeah, it's. Um, so, all right. So, Missouri law <laughs> has to be uh, uh, a, a threat of serious bodily injury or death, or one of these forcible felonies has to be going on. Um, and so, you know, just so you know, why was the pepper spray used? What was this guy doing um, for the security guard to approach him? Right. So, there's all these these unknowns. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. So, I mean, it's just. Where does pepper yeah. spray land on the uh, use of on force? The chart? Yeah, the use of force yeah. chart. If somebody is, are you, are you are you allowed to pull your weapon on somebody that is attacking you with mace or pepper spray? Yeah, so that's going to be questionable because you again, mm. it, it, are you in fear of serious bodily injury or death? Um, so I, I've, you know, pepper spray it it, it sucks. Right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat this. If you've ever been pepper sprayed, it is absolutely miserable. It's absolutely horrible. And if you don't know what's going on, um, then you know it's even more scary, right? So like, I got pepper sprayed, and I'm like, yeah, this this is horrible. Like this this is pretty miserable. But I wasn't like you know freaking out because I knew like this is gonna burn. My eyes are gonna water. My nose is gonna water. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I, I know everything that's going to happen. So it's a good, it's a good like psychological stop. Um, when I've pepper sprayed a few people, you know, they're, they start freaking out, you know, because they don't know, you know, what's going on. Are you, so, in the, are you doing these in, in, in a demonstration mode? Or are you doing this in real world life where you've received uh, it or shot it? It, it was, uh, when I got it, it was like uh, demonstration, like, Hey, we're going to pepper spray you and this is what it's going to be like. And then when I had to pepper spray somebody, it was like in, in the real world. Mm-hmm. Right. And they had no idea that it was coming. It was more or less, no, you're not going to throw a beer bottle at me. And uh, no, you're not going to, you know, get out and try to fight a bunch of people. So, uh, you know, so they got pepper sprayed and, and that was the end of that. So um, where does it kind of fall on that force continue? It, it's, you're better off pepper spraying somebody than hitting them. That's yeah. how it's always been explained to me. Is it's it's kind of more of a de-escalation versus going you know hands on. So it's always been like if hitting someone was a zero, then pepper spray would be a minus one. And I always tell people it's it's cheap insurance if you're going to carry a gun to carry pepper spray because if you're like man I don't know if I can use a gun right you're you're kind of going back and forth on whether you can use it or not, then you you should use the pepper spray. Well, this is so, reminiscent of the Atlanta story. Remember the guy in the drive-thru that fell asleep and the, mm-hmm. he shot the taser? It was not a lethal weapon that he shot at the police officer with the, the taser, just like this mace is not. But the fear would be, instead of the guy in Atlanta running away, 
it's kind of like, okay, if he shot the security guard with pepper spray, he would then be able to grab his gun because yeah. you're de- debilitated. You can't you can't function right. uh, when you're uh, dealing with the repercussions of that, right? Right, exactly. So, so pepper spray you can you can fight through. You can still function. Uh, you can you can watch these videos online where people get pepper spray and they go run and they go fight and and you can you can fight through it um, with a taser. You know that locks up uh, your whole body and you are completely defenseless there's no fighting through um a taser now keep in mind a taser is different than a stun gun right stun mm-hmm. gun uh, is is like a pain compliance and it just affects generally like one limb uh where a taser uh locks up like all the muscles in a body and and you fall over like a log and depending on the type of taser it is as long as you hold the trigger uh continues to shoot some of them you press the trigger you know three times and they go for 30 seconds um, so, you know, a taser, if you pull out a taser on somebody, um, then yeah, I mean, you could, you could absolutely, uh, be defenseless and laying there on the ground while they walk up and take your pistol. But if you're blinded by pepper spray, Aaron, wouldn't you still, yeah. you wouldn't be able to you fight can, through that. You can still fight. Uh, I know it's weird, Bo, and I'm happy to show you. I bet you are, buddy. I bet you are. <laughs> Chad would like to I'm offer his to services. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Yeah. It could be a great video, uh, you know, and uh, yeah. or we could do it on like a yeah, podcast. Yeah, big enough. You, probably you know, I did. I saw it. these. I saw these <laughs> these these quote unquote experts and lawyers talk about how, but because I'm I'm like you, I would think I've I've never had a direct hit of pepper spray or mace, but I've been around it. Yeah. I've I've been yeah. near it going off, and I've gotten it in my eyes, you know, secondarily overspray, yeah, and yeah, and on my skin, and you know, and it is. It is debilitating, and so I know where you're coming from. But I, but I, is saying like, well, if you're hit with pepper spray, then you can't defend yourself. And if you think that somebody's, but you've got to have that's the tricky part, right, Aaron? You have to really believe that this person, after they've pepper sprayed you, is then going to take it to another level. You have to have confidence that they that their intent is to basically kill you after they pepper spray you in order for it to be a situation where you can. Use your gun. And, and to Aaron's point, he did, the, the security guard did fight through it and, and was able to shoot somebody even though he got hit with pepper spray. So I don't know if it was in yeah, his Yeah, it was kind of almost simultaneous. The guy started pr- pepper spraying and the guy drew his gun and oh, shot him. Like, okay. It was really quick. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. go ahead, Aaron. So there's, 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 there's got to be more context to that story. Um, yeah, just, yeah. Just, I just was using that as a as a blanket example. Again, I don't want to, you know, people that are going to hear this and get into specifics and say, well, that security guard did this, and he didn't even, he shouldn't even been legally carrying it. I, I get it. I get it. I was just using that as a, I thought it was interesting yeah. to see this situation where we see those two things happening, the pepper spray happening, uh, fire followed by a, a firearm, and just wanted to get your... Um, just wanted to get your thoughts on that. What is, uh, what's the latest at Southern Armory is the... Is the is the is the is the rush still on for ammo and and guns? Yeah, the rush is definitely still on. We actually got a pallet of ammo in uh, on Tuesday, and it's out on the shelf. I, there's more nine millimeter than I've seen in a long time. I mean, oh good. Uh, we had, we had a guy call the other day. Did you got any nine millimeter? I said, yeah. Let me walk over there and look. I figured you know we'd have like one fifteen grain or something, and. So we had 115, 124, 147. We had hollow points. We had full metal jacket. 
I was like, yeah, man, we got a smorgasbord across nine millimeter. <laughs> Get up here, you know? He's like, you're kidding me. And I'm like, no. He's like, we just got like a couple boxes of each. And I'm like, no, like we got like cases. Yeah. Of each. I was like. That's great. You know, so. Uh, How long did was, it last? Uh, it is. It is still up there. So Good. That's uh, great. Today. Now, granted, the selection is not like it was on, on Wednesday after right. we got it. But. Uh, there's still ammo up there to buy, and we were still getting in about five or six cases um, of nine every week. I was just shocked that we had all the different grains and all mm-hmm. the different uh, bullet types. I was just like, wow, this is, this is awesome. And what's your uh, limit on, on purchase? Can you buy one box, two box? You can buy as much as you want. Oh, wow. So, nice. uh, I mean, let's keep that within reason. You come in and try to buy it all out, we're going to give you the old, what is this dude doing? Um, <laughs> you know, we've... Even when this has happened before, you know, we had like 22 long rifle and uh, we were selling the cases or the bricks for like 20 or 25 bucks. And uh, we had other dealers and other uh, storefronts like trying to come to us and buy them all out. And, uh, you know, one guy I knew, so I let, you know, like five or six of them go. And next thing I know, uh, we're getting a phone call because somebody saw our label on there. And uh, I was like, well, what's he selling for? And he was selling for like 70 or 80 bucks. And I was like, now, nah, come on. I mean, you bought that for 20 or $25 from us. So, uh, you know, we we start seeing that. We're going to give you the old weird-looking eye. You know, most people only are buying two or three boxes at a time. Let's just be realistic. That's That was the yeah. pre-Rona uh, kind of typical situation. You know, maybe you buy four or five, but – uh, you know, you start coming in trying to buy a thousand or two thousand rounds. We're gonna kind of look at you a little weird. Uh, so let's just leave leave a box for the next guy. That's what I always tell people. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, that's good. So even like twenty five uh, auto, which I thought was uh, kind of cool because I got a twenty five, and uh, I was like, well, maybe I'll start carrying that around. But there are hollow points, of course, and uh, ARs are still flowing through. We just got a big holster shipment in. So uh, you know, good news is is like we're we're getting stuff. Uh, we had to change how we were doing things uh, to accomplish that, uh, but we are getting stuff in. Uh, just a quick safety note for everybody. Um, you know, I do a little bit of the, the gunsmithing and stuff up at the shop, so if you need stuff done, that's great. Come up. I'd rather put stuff on your gun or modify your gun. Uh, but this gentleman came in, and he had a 38 Special Revolver, and he had bought 38 Super Plus P's, and the 38 Super Plus P is a, a semi-auto round, and uh, so he put it in his 38 revolver and um, shot it four times and uh, was probably about 164th of an inch from being able to fire it a fifth time. But the it was coming out with such force that it was shearing the back half of the projectile Ooh. off. Mm. Whoops. Um, three projectiles in the cylinders. And then the fourth one uh, lodged between the cylinder, the forcing cone, and the barrel. And if it had gone just a little bit further into the forcing cone and into the barrel, he'd have been able to rotate that cylinder one more time and pop off that fifth round. And he would have been a Halloween or he would have been a pirate for Halloween. Ooh, and yeah. they, they would have been calling him lefty or righty. I don't know if they got right handed. Uh, but it could have been absolutely 100% disastrous. And the gun was just horrendous to get even open. Wow. Um, you know, special. that goes back Jig to what, and press well, it out. And, yeah. 
horrible. That's um, what we go. That goes back to what we've talked about so much. You know, having the knowledge, having the education, having the experience with these guns that you're buying, especially if you're a first time gun owner, and you can get all that from Southern Armory and and you know on the Southern Armory Facebook page, and then just from Aaron and Jess inside the store when you're buying these guns. Ask all the questions and make sure you know um, exactly what you're doing with these things. Speaking of um, right. speaking of the, the store, Aaron, how can people find you out there at Southern Armory and online? Yep. So uh, come into the store. We're one mile east of 270 and 44, 9901 Watson Road. And uh, Southern Armory on Facebook where you can see that video of that revolver I was talking about. Mm-hmm. SouthernArmory.com. SouthernArmory.com. That's SouthernArmory.com. It sounds like it's time to go shopping at Southern Armory while the inventory is still there. Aaron, thank you so much for your time today, sir. We'll talk to you same time next week. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. You bet. All right. We've got to take a quick break, and when we get back, uh, going to be very uh, honored and excited to talk to Corporal Todd Nicely. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here in studio with producer Chad Ellis and my partner Bo Matthews. I want to remind you that we still have plenty of great fishing weeks left this year. You know, we've had a little bit of a turn in the weather. Temperatures cooled down a little bit, but that doesn't mean that we don't still have plenty of time to get out on the water. And anytime we are talking about fishing and anytime you are going out Uh, somewhere to go fishing, you need to make sure that you check out my friends at Bluff City Outdoors in Alton, Illinois. Bluff City Outdoors right there, about a mile away from Fast Eddie's, right by the Mississippi River. They specialize in big catfish gear and also have a huge selection of bass and crappie lures, basically anything you need for your tackle box. They have you covered at Bluff City Outdoors. Check them out at bluffcityoutdoors.com. All right, as we mentioned in that first segment, uh, joining us now on the phone, uh, a guy that uh, Bo and I got a chance to catch up with a couple weeks ago at that very uh, awesome Joshua Chamberlain Society event. Corporal Todd Nicely joins us on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Corporal, how's it going, bud? Uh, it's going today, you know. It's a great day outside. Well, it's a little fall-esque, but, you know, yeah, you be breathing. Yeah, there you go. Hey, first things first, most important thing, how close are we to that uh, new baby? Oh, he's coming soon. Uh, we're going in Monday. I think she's going to get induced, so he'll be here either Monday night or Tuesday morning. Wow. Are you excited? Oh, I'm more excited than you can possibly imagine. Um, you know, this is going to be a new step in my life and a new direction and something – you know, to I don't want to say give me purpose, but you know, I'm going to be in charge of another human being's life. Yeah. So, oh, know. is this is this your first child? This is my first child. Oh, okay, nice. Congratulations, yeah. man. Well, thank you. Yeah, that is so cool. And you know what? It's okay to say give you purpose because it really does. I mean, your kids do kind of give you more reason, to, more drive and motivation. You know, to 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 do the right things and to provide for them. So. Um, I definitely understand uh, uh, that feeling. 
So, uh, Corporal, we, you know, a lot of people that listen to both 97.1 and KMOX, you know, know your story. We've uh, we've done work with you in the past, but for maybe somebody who doesn't know um, the entire backstory, that you, the, the tragedy that you went through while serving our country, um, could you could you just tell that story r- real quick and, and remind folks um, uh, what happened to you about, uh, it's been about 10 years now, right? Yeah, it's been a little over 10 years. Um, on March 26, 2010, I was uh, serving in Afghanistan as a squad leader with Fox Company 22, uh, 22 Fox Company Marine Corps. And um, I was out on patrol that day doing the, I wasn't even really supposed to be out, but went out and I had to find something that another squad was in a hide. And on our way back, I stopped the patrol and went across a bridge. And when I took that step, it shot me up into the air in a cloud of dirt and first thing I went through my head was oh well expletive they got me mm. and, and it was, uh, I ended yeah. up landing down by the canal and my one of my guys that I had sent to DMOC course which is kind of like a Navy course for corpsmen uh, he came up and put the tourniquets on and they got me on a bird faster than you could say abracadabra, I guess. I, I think it was a matter of maybe 10 minutes before they had me on a helo because there was one coming in. So that was kind of lucky for me. But then I uh, woke up in Bethesda, Walter Reed, out in Maryland, and I didn't have any arms and legs anymore. And that that was the first time you woke up since the incident was when you were back in the States? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was awake during it, and then once they got me on the helo, I kind of was like, all right, I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right, and then that's when I kind of faded out. But uh, I, I have some letters from some nurses and things that say that I wasn't completely out, that I was blinking at their questions and things like that. But for me, consciously, I don't remember much of that. Well, Todd, I want to I want to say thank you on behalf of this show uh, for sharing that Amen. part of the story because my daughter did three tours in Iraq. I shared with you, and uh, and she talks very little about you know what went on there and stuff. And so uh, I, I want you to know that it inspires people, especially that are going through challenges, physical, mental, whatever, uh, th- for you to share that story and to share it over and over and over. So uh, so many people that are hearing it for the first time, just uh, thank you very much for doing that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I usually don't. It's not hard for me to tell my story because, you know, I've lived it. I, I, it happened to me. It, right. It's the hand that I've been given. But it's harder for me sometimes to listen to what my family went through when they heard about it because, mm. you know, they had to live it, too. And so when I hear their stories, it kind of chokes me up a little more. But as far as I go, you know, it's not hard to do it. People are curious. So, yeah. So, it, it... Corporal, we talked uh, earlier about how, you know, we had a chance to catch up at this Joshua Chamberlain Society event. Um, and, you know, the last time before that, the last time I had seen you and had a chance to talk with you was uh, um, not even, I think, a year after all this happened. It was almost 10 years ago. And it, it, it you were this was a it had just happened to you. And we were back here in, in you know, St. Louis doing this event um, with uh, Gary Sinise and you know, and, and I, I talked earlier, and I told you this last a couple of weeks ago, how much, how much better and healthier, and just looks like you've you really have come a long way. That situation that happened to you in Afghanistan is it was obviously the beginning of the struggles, but it was there was some ups and downs as far as the recovery process and going through it. I don't know, we you know we don't have 
a, a ton of time, and I don't know how much you're comfortable sharing, but um, could you just talk a little bit about that process of getting from, uh, you know, back here in, in the United States and, and getting all the way to the point where you are now, a, a, a happy uh, dad to be here? Yeah, I mean, when I first got back, I was excited. I was happy to be alive. I got to see my family again. But, you know, with this type of injury comes trials and triumphs. And, you know, I, I'm i like everyone else. I went through my depression stages, and uh, I ended up getting hooked on my meds for a while. That was a big, bad process that I had to go through, getting off those. And then I ended up trying to commit suicide in 2016, and that has given me another reason to kind of strive forward with PTSD and helping other vets and talking to them about that kind of thing because it's a tragedy in the United States of losing so many guys to suicide. But, um, you know, every time I go down into the, the depths of hell, I like to think that I come out a better person. And for me, it was learning about myself and what I'm capable of. Um and now where I'm at, I couldn't be happier. I have a wife, and, you know, I've, I've gotten out of all the things that that were holding me down and trying to just live my life as a better person because I try to look at it as I'm living my life for the guys who didn't get to come home. Right. So why, why, why waste that? Yeah. Well said. Todd, what's your opinion on uh, how the government is taking care of our veterans? We hear the president touting that, you know, he's, he's helping the veterans. Veterans are happy. Uh, you know, I don't know if you have ongoing, uh, you know, care, but uh, do you have an opinion on it uh, and where the, the veterans stand with the VA? Um, well, after my incident in 2016 with the VA, I kind of fell off with them and didn't trust them. Um, but I will have to say that they have gotten better and they are taking steps to improve, which I, I see as a godsend. Absolutely. They're in a 1920s technology world over there when the world's in a 2020 technology world. It's like, you know, it's time to advance and step up your game before their systems weren't even linked. So if you went to a different VA, they didn't know anything about your medical health. And now I think they're getting that all straightened out and listening to the opinions of vets. And it's actually finally starting to move forward. Speaking of of that ongoing care and helping veterans that have been, you know, severely injured like yourself, um, we just we've been talking about the Joshua Chamberlain Society and the event that that uh, you know kind of brought us all back together here a couple weeks ago. Um, what do you think about organizations like that as far as their impact on being able to help? people soldiers in in your situation is that a are those some are there some really good organizations out there that you would recommend if people do want to help do want to donate to um you know the right the quote-unquote right groups you know that are doing the right thing to help uh our veterans is the joshua chamberlain society and others some that you would recommend that's a great question tony because there's so many scams out there so yeah todd what do you got um well i can't i can't talk highly enough about Joshua Chamberlain Society, and I, I say it all the time. Um, they're like a family to me, and if there was more organizations out there like that that would take smaller amount of vets on and do what they can to improve their lives instead of, hey, here's something, now we're going to forget about you type of thing. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, it, would, it would help the world a whole lot. I mean, they're family. always there when I need them. But um, there's another one that I want to speak of because Joshua Chamberlain Society had gotten me into it. I was dodging them for years, and they've helped me with my PTSD, and it's called Focus Marines. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not really doing it right now with the COVID, but they do four programs a year, and it brings you in and reprograms through your PTSD and 
Joshua Chamberlain Society has been sending their vets out there to it. And it, it really changed the way I look at my anger issues and the world pretty much. I mean, it, it really helped me get through a lot of dark times in my life. Wow. Uh, you know, when we chatted at the Shoot for the Troops event, uh, you said that you spend some time doing some target practicing still to this day, which I, I would love to see that happen because I, I can't envision it. But what what's your favorite uh, firearms? I mean, this is Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors, for crying out loud. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I got quite a few. I've got a gold Tommy gun in my collection that I don't really shoot. Oh, but cool. the ones I do shoot, I have a thirty eight. Uh, special Taurus revolver with a four-inch barrel. I love shooting that thing because it's hard for me to handle the pistols. But uh, that and my AR, I, I still, to this day, love hearing that five-five-six go off. I shot one the other day for the first time. Dude, it, it had a suppressor on it as well. And it was it was fantastic. Even I even had uh, supersonic ammo, too. Yeah, was, well, those suppressors on handguns are now uh, legal in Missouri. As oh, well, yeah. So. Yep, yep, that, that's cool stuff. Yeah, um, that yeah. is cool stuff. Hey, uh, we only got a couple minutes here left with the Corporal Todd nicely. Uh, Todd, what, and, you know, as, as, as all these good things are, are coming your way now and we're, you know, you've got the baby on the way, what was the more exciting piece of news, finding out uh, that you were about to be a dad or finding out that you were Bo Matthews' neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have to put that on like an equal scale. Yeah, scale, you know? yeah. I, I didn't realize. I didn't realize how close he actually was to me. Dude, you're you're like a six minute drive for me. That's why I felt bad for missing your bonfire last week. But uh, uh, no, we'll, no worries. We'll no connect worries. it again. As I said in my text, when you have a wife, sometimes you get double booked. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I, that happens to me all the time. To me all the time. <laughs> okay. Well, Corporal, we'll let you go, but I hope that uh, you're able to join us again and many, many more times in the future as we go forward with this radio show. And uh, let's catch up in a couple weeks after that baby's born and see how things are going. I I know you won't be sleeping, so you'll have plenty of time. <laughs> you'll have plenty of time to talk to us on uh, on the air. I hope. Well, I might be napping around this time then. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Corporal Todd Nicely, thanks for your time, my friend. It's great to talk with you. Great to hear that you're doing so well. And like I said, let's talk again real, real soon. Yes, you got it. All See right. you, neighbor. <laughs> See you. All right. That is uh, great stuff from Corporal Todd Nicely. Let's take a quick break and come back with more Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here with producer Chad Ellis and my partner Bo Matthews. Uh, in a minute, we're going to talk to our buddy Gary Kelman from the Joshua Chamberlain Society and the Sanitizer and Mask Store. And Gary's going to stick around and uh, be a part of the podcast exclusive this week. Gary is an avid outdoorsman, and uh, he's got some great stories about camping and hiking. And, uh, of course, anytime we're talking about the great outdoors here on the show, it's brought to you by Razorback Armory. They're your full-service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearm enthusiasts. If you love the AR platform. They do too, and they can customize it for you online at RazorbackArmory.com and uh, directions to the store there as well. Just make sure you tell them Bo sent you to Razorback Armory. So we went a little long in that last segment with Corporal Todd Nicely. Intentionally, I wanted to talk to uh, the Corporal as long as we could, so we only have a few minutes left here in the show, but like I said, our buddy Gary Kelman is going to be joining us in the podcast exclusive, and he actually joins us on the phone now also as uh, we wrap up the show um, uh, Gary, you didn't get a chance to hear the conversation we were just having with Corporal Nicely, but, um, you know, you were kind of the glue that brought us all together and got Bo and I out there to this Joshua Chamberlain Society event a couple weeks ago and our chance to catch up with, uh, the Corporal. So, um, um, while we still have a couple of minutes left, can you tell us about, uh, that relationship with the, uh, Joshua Chamberlain Society? And, and I got to say thank you for this, uh, opportunity to get reconnected with the Corporal. Yeah, everybody appreciated you guys coming. You and Bo coming out there, uh, and we had raised a lot of money for the veterans and and uh, Joshua Chamberlain Society. Obviously, our mission is focused on helping uh, permanently injured veterans or uh, uh, families of the fallen, and we raised a lot of money at the event and looks like you and Bo had had a good time as well. Yeah, and, we did. And met yeah. some of our heroes. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and you are one of the founding members of this organization, aren't you? Yes, sir. How, how did you how did you come up with it? Over uh, cocktails one night, you were like, you know, we need to do something, or how'd that work out? Yeah, I think some of myself and Cutler and a couple of our other uh, um, community leaders got together. We were tired with some of the other uh, organizations we were uh, spending our time on, and said, hey, why don't we help our veterans? Uh, and and uh, one of our uh, board members, Randy uh, Soriano, uh, who's a Marine veteran. Um, I'm glad he didn't say Army. He'd be mad at me. Uh, <laughs> it's, That's a cuss uh, word. So I do that. We, we do that just to get them riled up. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we were sitting around, uh, I think it was at Jay Bucks, and said, hey, let's do something for the heroes wow. and for our veterans. And, and we started the organization, and it, it, we didn't know how big it was going to be, uh, you know, 10 years later. But it's been an amazing run and experience, and meeting these heroes are, are, are you know, just make it worthwhile. 
And it's uh, it's funny how life works because, you know, we wouldn't have been connected, Gary, had you not have started this brand new store, the sanitizer and mask wholesale store, and started advertising here on the radio station, which connected you and I, which uh, got Bo involved and then got us out there to the Joshua Chamberlain Society event and got a a chance to catch up with Ty Nisley. It's just amazing how all that works. And um, Bo was just bragging in the... um, uh, at the break about his new mask about how yeah, much he loves life. about it how much he loves his new mask <laughs> uh we'll have more time to talk in the podcast exclusive but real quick uh if people want to check out the store and the huge selection of masks and hand sanitizer and all the other cool stuff you guys have um where you, tell them where you're located and how they can learn more about the store and will you have a store south so i can get to it a little quicker <laughs> I know. It took you an hour and a half to get up there. So, yeah, we're in St. Charles off of K-Springs and Highway 70 in Fairview Heights in Illinois. Uh, we, we got a large selection of Halloween masks. We're doing a blowout sale this week uh, for Halloween masks for 10 bucks. So it should be a lot of fun cool. uh, with all the you know protective masks if you need to wear a mask. Uh, and uh, we're working on it. We're working on it. either that or we'll do the Amazon style and, and have same-day delivery. <laughs> by a drone. We'll drop off yeah. your Halloween mask by a drone. High tech, cool. right there. Yeah, I, the, the, I, I am impressed every time I go in there. I'm in that store almost every week, and there's always new product and such a great selection of all these um, uh, great sanitizer products, the, the disinfectant wipes, which is probably what brought me into the store originally because I was looking so much for them, and, of course, the mask in all different sizes. And the website is sanitizerandmasks.store. Make sure that you check them out. And if you missed anything on today's show, our great discussion with Corporal Todd Nicely, make sure you download our podcast. Two podcasts every week, both out uh, just about anywhere you get podcasts, but I always recommend the radio.com app. Get our podcast every week, the show podcast and the podcast exclusive that Gary's going to be sticking around for, and we'll have more time to talk with him um, when we do that podcast exclusive. Show podcast goes out on Friday, and podcast exclusive goes out on Monday, and we appreciate everyone who downloads the show. And really, if you missed that discussion with Todd Nicely, make sure you check out this week's podcast because it was really really cool stuff so we got to wrap up this week's show but like i said make sure you check out the podcast exclusive with gary kelman and for my partner bo matthews and our producer chad ellis i'm tony colombo thank you so much for listening to another edition of second and radio and the great outdoors t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.